What's up, beautiful people? This is Jackson. Hey, and this is your boy Mackenzie, and you guys are now listening to Talk Line T. Shout out to everybody out there. Welcome to the second episode of Talk Line T. I mean, saying it is like the second episode. I didn't think we were going to get to the first. Now we're working on the second. The first, the trailer, shit. I mean, we've done pretty good, right? Uh, I don't know if we've done... I mean, we've done all right. We've done all right. <laughs> I think that we've done pretty good. Well, Being, you know, coming from where we started, the vision, the idea, it all coming together... Um, all the work that you put into it before we even had the trailer. So I think that, you know, I think we're doing pretty good. I think, I think. <laughs> Bitch, just say what you think. <laughs> I think it would have been easier to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beyonce. <laughs> uh, look, listen here. I'm just saying, it just makes more sense. I know why she said it now, but. Well, who's most likely to. Shut your ass up. Here we it go would be again. you. Here we go again. <laughs> Um, side note, you know, I'm still, I still have some, you know, I digress on some of those questions from last, Look, last episode. But I'm anyway, we're moving forward. It is a new day, new day. So we're talking about the podcast. Um, are there any, is there any feedback that you've gotten this week? Yeah, I got, um, a lot of positive feedback. Um, you know, a lot of the listeners, you know, we have different listeners, who listen and you know give us feedback separately together through the email address um, talklinet at gmail.com for any questions feedback that you guys may have um, some of my listeners were um, saying that they love the way we interact with each other they love our chemistry um, they love how we introduce the next segment or next topic that we were going into um, so I think that was all positive um, one thing that I guess it's not really negative, but if I had to say it was a negative comment, one listener um, wanted more. <laughs> so she, you know, she's you like, she was like, is this just once a week? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, man, I was hoping for like two, three times a week because I, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, listen, you have no idea what goes into one episode <laughs> For once a week to do this more than that is no, we can't do that right now. You know, hopefully, you know, maybe we can get down into where you know we can, we can find number one the time <laughs> to yeah. to record uh, more more than once a week. You know, right now you're busy. I understand. You know everything going on with COVID nineteen and the pandemic. I'm I'm definitely busy and trying to find that you know that work life balance right now. It's just it's just one of those things. So right now. We appreciate that you guys wanted to hear more, but right now we're going to we're going to stick to once a week, once a once a week, and see how we see how things go from there. Um, 
Any updates for the podcast this week? Uh, um, updates. Yes, we got one today, actually. Um, we're now streaming on seven platforms. That's right. Seven. Um, yes, seven different platforms. And the newest being Pocket Cast. Haven't heard much about it. I'm going to do some research later. Um, same, same, same. But yeah, so thank you guys. Continue to do what you do best. You know, like, follow, subscribe, share. Because um, it's helping us, and we really do appreciate all the love. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you guys are wanting to know of uh, those seven um, streaming sites that we have for our for our podcast, you can find those links on Anchor, which I mentioned last week. Um, that is a n c h o r dot f m, or you guys can go and download the app that is Anchor for uh, podcasts. Or you can guys can just log on to our Facebook or Instagram at Talkline T and find those links as well. So it's pretty cool though. I did I did take a look at it. And it, it breaks down as to you know where our where our listeners are more focused at if they're focused on a different or one particular streaming app or platform. So uh, we want to equally um, market and promote all of our platforms, right? Right. Yeah. You know because we are. We're definitely uh, grateful to even have these hosting sites that will allow us to stream our content there. I agree. I agree. Um, so, you know, this past week, past Sunday was Mother's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to all the moms out there. Um, how was your Mother's Day? How did it go? What did you do? Well, me personally, I did, didn't do anything. Uh, but I did have opportunity to send my mother some flowers and you know she was really she was really 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 excited about that because she didn't think that she was going to be able to she didn't think that obviously I couldn't be there right uh my sister though uh, was a wasn't able to be there either so you know I kind of played into it a little bit and I made her think that wasn't gonna get her any flowers but (laughs) on Saturday they came knocking on the door she got her flowers she called me she was excited so uh, I'm glad that we were able. I was able to bring a little smile and joy to her, joy to her on her day. That's good. That's good. Such a good son. Oh, you know, oh, I, you know, I you try. have a heart after all. <laughs> but <laughs> stop trying to tell folks that I'm cold like that. But I mean, I I think I mean, though, you are a Capricorn. <laughs> well, I think she would have been. My mother would have actually. She would have liked for me to have you know given her a few hundred dollars and go to the casino, but. <laughs> Given given where we are given right now, given the circumstance, all right. I think she 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 liked her flowers. But how about yourself? How was your Mother's Day? Uh, this Mother's Day was a little different for me. Um, you know, as most of you know, my grandmother raised me and my siblings. My mother is now a part of my life, um, and I was struggling this Mother's Day um, with going home. And good thing my mother is very understanding. Um, although it's been four years since my grandmother's passing, it felt like it just happened. So. This Sunday, I was like, I was extremely emotional. I didn't really want to be bothered. I just stayed in the house all day. Yeah, you know? I knew there was something going on I with just, you when I was calling, texting <laughs> you and shit. And yeah, I just didn't, I wasn't in that mood because it was like I was missing my grandmother and yeah, I just absolutely. wanted her. And we had plans. So the plan was to go clean off her grave, plant flowers and all of that. And I just could not bring myself to do it. Um, so I did talk to my mom and she completely understood, but, um, I'll get the opportunity to see her later this week. Okay. Um, and so we'll spend time together then. Um, but you know, so this mother's day was a little bit different for me. It's the first time I did not go home for mother's day. Um, but we'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> at 
least you have a mom that is is understanding, you know. So that's good. Now, when you get home this week, I don't know, hands off. You still might get that ass whooped, but what? <laughs> you're not, you're not too old. I, I would want to be in that situation, you know. You ain't coming for Mother's Day, but no. You know, as long as I go home with a gift, I'm good, right. right? So I think she'll be fine. You better you better make sure it's a good one then. <laughs> Come hey, on. do a cash app as I'm pulling up and she'll be fine. Oh, hey, you know, that's it. So what 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 do we have next here? I know that we have a really important uh, topic that we want to discuss this week and it I know we talked that we wanted to talk about a lot of things on the podcast and this is one of them that I feel is really important it's pertinent and it is something that resonates to both you and I um, agreed you know so what is it that that, that that we want to open up with well I think you know the the main topic for this week and you know we're kind of focusing this episode solely around this topic and it's about um race in america right um we never want to play the race card or you know make any of our listeners feel less than um or not important because of their race or sexual identity or religious beliefs or whatever the case may be. Right. But for both of us being black men living in America, um, there's just a lot going on as it relates to us. Um, and you so can, you can ha- say that again. We have yeah. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk about it. Right. Cause I talk about it every day with other people. So why not have this discussion with you um, on the podcast, so our listeners, you know, can get our take on on these subjects. You know, one being Ahmad, um, Black Lives Matter. Um, there's a new one. Oh, the Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's just there's so much going on in mm-hmm. the world. Um, and then you know, there's another case. I don't know if you heard about it, but right here, not too far from us, um, in Saint Cloud. Um, where you know the cops were called and this an uncle got killed by the cops because they fired in the dark and saw someone because they were chasing someone but didn't realize who they were chasing and killed the wrong person so it's like it's a lot going on (laughs) at once in such a short amount of time so i think we need to talk about it yeah and mm -hmm, mm-hmm So yeah, let's talk about it because I don't I, I don't want my sarcasm to be taken as something as if I I, I don't care or I, or I don't feel as strongly about it because that's absolutely not the case uh, whatsoever. And um, like you said, I think this is something that we, we we need to bring shed some light on. And just so I put that out there, I think all of our listeners also need to understand that this isn't something that which we're talking about because you know we're trying to boost ratings or likes or things of that sort because you know. M- my personal perspective that I get a little bit upset with is that I see these stories being shared. I see a lot of opinions um, that are that that are posted on these subject matters, and everyone is, of course, everyone is able to have their own opinion, rightfully so. Just like us, we're going to talk about it, and what we say might be different from someone else's perspective, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're we're just talking about it uh, in open discussion form. 
So I don't want anyone to sit there and take what we say as what we said last week as golden and and the standard rule of thumb because that is actually not it. But what we're hoping to do is just let you guys know how what is going on in the world, how we relate to what our experiences are as black men. Right. Agreed. So go ahead and open that up there. I know that you had some stuff that you wanted to discuss there. Yeah, so for me, um, I want to first talk about Ahmad. Here we have this African-American male who is truly, from what we know, minding his business, jogging, right? Or running through a neighborhood, um, which apparently has been his daily routine for a while. Yeah, but let's also let's also get out there, too, but this, that this neighborhood is not far from where we are. Correct. Okay, and this neighborhood is actually a neighborhood very close to where I went to school, college. Okay, so you know this could have been either yeah. one, either one of us. Yeah. Okay, so, I, I I just want to put that out there. No, you're you you're know? absolutely right, um, and especially you know where I current well where we currently live. I mean, you went you go running almost every day. I go running in the morning or walking. Uh, you know so. This could have been you know, in either in, one of us, right? In these in these neighborhoods that are predominantly white, yes, you know it is what it is, predominantly white, and you know to where racial profiling could happen, you know, yes. at any given moment, you know, like yeah, like you said, especially now with what's going on with the social distancing and COVID nineteen and coronavirus and not being able to work out, yeah, you know, we've been subjected to having to run outside or work out outside. So, absolutely, this could have been either one of us, but yeah, go ahead. So, you know, for me, when I read the story and when I see, you know, what's happening and what's being shared, I can only think about me, right? So the first thought that came to mind was, oh my God, this could have been me. Like, I could have been this kid. And I don't, and when I say kid, I'm only saying kid because he's a little bit younger than me. I'm not saying that he was a child. But this could have been me. no. He was a he was a grown ass man who had a lot of life to still live. Correct, um, and and so it bothers me. It hurts it that we are in twenty twenty and we still have to worry about this jogging while black. Like that should not be an issue. We should not. We should be free to. It shouldn't be a headline. Run wherever we want to run. Like. This should not have happened. At the end of the day, this should not have happened. However, the laws and society has given people the idea that they have this power that they don't have. And And when you say that now, are we talking about people of any particular race itself? Are we just talking about any, any race that is not pertaining to, that isn't, well, I'm color. talking about white people because because right, it doesn't pertain to people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, society and law have given white people the confidence that they have the right to do certain things that they truly don't have the right to do, and these stand your ground laws and you know all these other different type of laws, citizens arrest laws or ordinance or whatever you want to call them they empower these people which fuel racial hate so do you, let me ask you this question now 
I'm not I'm not here to talk anything ill ill mannered in regards to white people. I have a lot of white a lot of white friends. Uh, I've dated you know same you know what I'm saying say I I like and love white people all the same as well you know. But this particular topic itself, um, I feel like is a little bit different. Right. It is different. So, do you think that some of that empowerment has come recently since Trump has got office? Almost oh, definitely. Okay. Because he's the most racist president of our time, obviously. Ooh, who you call him president? Um, well, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. I mean, he has he holds that title because of the office that he's in. Okay. So, do I think he is presidential? Absolutely not. But that is his title. And he is filled with racism and hate. And he talks about it. He encourages it. He, you know, so they breed and live and they're just waiting and they, and he empowers them. You know, they feel, he adds fuel to their flame or to their fire. Um, and so they look up to him. And so, yes, I think he is the cause that it's happening more often right? And we, these days. And we understand. And we're also putting out there, too, that we, we, we know that there are non-racist or prejudiced people. Who, yes, most who, definitely. Yes, who, who actually support and vote for Trump. And that is your right by all means. You know, so that this conversation is not is not intended for those purposes, right? Right, because, you know, people, many people voted for Trump and they voted for him for their own reasons, right? Right. And I don't feel that everyone who voted for him are racist or sexist or whatever the case may be. I do think that there are genuinely good-hearted people who voted for him um, for whatever reason it is. Some people I know, some white people that voted for him, voted for him merely because they looked at him as a businessman right and they own businesses and so they're like okay well we have a business guy that's going to be in the office you know he can you know more so run the company like a business and kind of get things back on track you know in that aspect okay whatever um for me i didn't vote for him i would never vote for him but that's my belief (laughs) back to ahmad (laughs) you know and now these videos that they're releasing First of all, let me just say, the video of at night, so there's a video during the day that was captured him inside of the home, and it's a home that was under construction, so it was a home that was being built, mm-hmm. and there's eight cameras in this home, which I don't think a lot of people knew that the homeowner who's building this home had cameras in this house. So the video captures him going inside of the house, He looks around. He's only there for a few seconds. And then he goes back outside of the house and he starts back running, right? There's another video that was just released today along with the 911 call of him or allegedly of him going inside of the home at night back in February, like a couple days before this incident, like two weeks before this incident happened. Mm -hmm. Well, if you look at the video, it doesn't even look like him. If you look at the body, you know, the shape of the individual, he's a little bigger than the guy in the video. His hair is different than the guy in the video. It just, it's two different people. And even the homeowner has come out and said that nothing was taken from the home. Nothing was touched. The home was not vandalized. Um, 
And he is like, there's no, like, he, it was fine. I have cameras. I've looked at the cameras and everything was fine. Right. I didn't make a police report because nothing was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we have these people who <laughs> try to take the law into their own hands. Um, and that's where it, we end up in these situations. You, you want to say take, it, take the law into its own hands? It, it's, it's another of countless, countless you know, heinous hate crime and racial profiling. Agreed. Period. Period. But they use the law. Well, of course. To, to, they use the law as their backdrop as to why they're able to racially profile and hate. And, and you and I both know the same law that is for you is different and is applied differently to a white man. Yes. Right. Okay, so, you know, we talk about the, you know, the stand your ground laws or whichever. And, you know, we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. You know, we talk about uh, the new case of uh, Breonna Taylor. You know, the stand your ground law was applied differently to her boyfriend, you know, who was doing the same thing that Joe Smith would have been doing. But they filed attempted murder, accusing for attempted murder on, on the police officer. Correct. You know, so he wasn't doing anything besides protecting his own home. So I, that's all I'm saying. You know, it's just it becomes a matter of when is enough enough. OK, you know, now we have to add this again, like I said, to the list, the list yes. of hate crimes and racial profiling that is just going on, which is sad in 2020. I agree with you 100 percent. So it, it's also what's the call to action and you know, this hopefully isn't getting getting off topic because we we talk about this all the time. You know, what what are number one, what are we doing? Meaning us as black people to number one, get the word out, two, being able to make sure that our voice is being heard, okay, to where these things are not happening. Well, I think it's well, one, it's education. Mm-hmm. We need to educate ourselves and we need to educate our community. And I think that's where it has to start from. We have to start it. So it has to start from within the African-American community um, or communities of color. Right. Um, because it's the reality is, yes, we see it happening in the African-American community or to the African-American community, I should say. But it's also happening to other people of color. It's just Absolutely. not as often. And we just don't hear about it. But it is happening to other communities of color. And I think for all of us, it has to start at home. And when I, what I mean by home is we have to do a call to action in our own neighborhoods. And then educate outward, Right. Don't try to educate inward. We need to educate outward. And if they see that we're on the same page, right, and we're standing together, because together there's numbers and there's power in numbers. So if we start with us together and then we work outward, then we will get a lot more of other people to back us and support us and join in with us on this fight or in on this call to action. And then things will slowly start to change. It's not going to happen overnight. It's definitely going to happen over time. But I think we have to start in our own homes and work outward. 
What is your opinion on that? Mm, absolutely right. Uh, completely. And I, I think because of this whole entire stigma too of what is going on in regards to you know it's they make it about race right Right. you know it's about race it's about black versus white like everyone is in this pocket or in this category you know it's either white or it's something else i think too that for for us who have friends who are white Mm -hmm. What are we doing in regards? We talk about education. You know, what are we doing? You know, having those serious sit-down moments. You know, I have friends that you know that are white who just had just had kids or have who have adolescent you know babies or whichever. My question is, what are you doing to raise your child? <laughs> you know, into the world today for this shit not to happen 15, 20 years from now, or not to or not to have your child be like the the ones we're reading about today. Right. That's a good question. I don't know. I, Me personally, I haven't had those discussions with my, my white friends. I mean, As of I recent. Mean, I mean, they're hard discussions. They're, they're definitely hard discussions, but I think that they still need to happen. Yeah. Okay. Not saying you personally have to do them or, you know, or myself, but it, it does start somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, so to piggyback off of that, you know, I, my, I have... There's six of us and, you know, all of my siblings have children except for myself and the middle girl. And um, three of my siblings have biracial children. Um, So, you know, I have three biracial nephews and two biracial nieces, Um, three biracial nieces. So there's six. Um, And so those conversations, we do have those conversations, especially with the nephew that's older. Um, The other two, they're two and a newborn. So we can't, obviously we can't have that conversation with them, but they're still a black man. So while they may have fair colored skin and while their mother may be white, their father is black. And so we still have that conversation with them to let them know that at the end of the day, you still have these issues and you still have this to worry about and you still need to look, you know, you have to do certain, you know, those same conversations that my grandmother had with me when I was little and I was young, getting ready to grow up. And she's like, listen, you a black man growing up in America and this is what you need to look out for. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely, we're having yeah. like I know in my own family, we have those conversations. But outside of that, it needs to happen. <laughs> I mean, listen, I. To this day, I never. Well, now I understand, but it was a right. it was a while growing up. I was like, I wish my mother would just leave me the hell alone. Why you keep? <laughs> why why you just leave me alone? I feel like you just picking on me. I said you got a whole other you got other children over here, you know. Go fuck with them. No, but <laughs> you she know? knew. Like I remember riding the car. She said, you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be ten times harder for you than it is gonna be for your sister. Yes. And to this day, I'm like, oh, that's what she was talking about. Yeah. You know. And so now, you know, I think about it just as a black man in America, right? But I think about it now. So we got the triple threat. We black, we're men. And we gay. And we gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. We get it on every level. (laughs) Every level. Every level. So, you know, I get it. And this story with Ahmad just really hit home because, like I said, it could have been any one of us yeah. especially 
where we are located in Central Florida. You know, like I said, Brunswick is not far from here. No. It's really not. It's a car ride. <laughs> yeah. So it's just something that is that resonates and hits home. Not just saying only Ahmad, but all of the stories out there, you know, very, very unfortunate. Yes. And like I said before, it's just very sad that we are at this point, continue to be at this point in 2020. Agreed, 110%. So I also know that you and I were talking offline and we had talked about, you know, when, when we were thinking about bringing up this, bringing up this topic on the podcast of Black Lives Matter. Oh, God. You know, right. That... Yeah. And you had something, you brought up a good point, and I would rather you articulate that and get that out for, for the listeners as to your stance on the whole Black Lives Matter, and in particular to the story for, about Ahmad and those that came before him. Yeah, so, you know, during that discussion, and I've felt this way, and some of the listeners who know me and my friends, they'll probably say, oh, I know how he feels about this. Um for me, when I hear the term Black Lives Matter, 110% support that that phrase because Black lives do matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to create a movement that say Black Lives Matter, then a Black life should matter regardless on who's on the other side of taking that life. For me, and especially in, this, in the Ahmad case, now you see the Black Panthers. You see, you know, all of these different groups protesting and showing up there and walking in the streets. And they're so angry and they have every right to be angry. I'm not saying that they don't have a right to do that. But what I'm saying is, where were these people three weeks ago when a 17-year-old kid got shot and killed in a drive-by shooting who was getting ready to go play football at one of the top universities in the country. But because another black life took his life... It doesn't matter. The Black Lives Movement didn't show up here. Mm -hmm. They're not marching in the streets here demanding justice for this mother's son who was just taken from her. And by the way... He was completely innocent too, right? Mm-hmm. He was an innocent bystander who has got who is now dead. His mother just buried him the day before Mother's Day at 17 years old. But Black Lives didn't show up. Black Lives Matter movement didn't show up for that. So my stance on Black Lives Matter is if a black life matters, it should matter regardless of who takes that life. You should put the same energy, the same effort into demanding justice and change for our community, regardless if it's a police officer, if it's a white guy, or if it's another black person that took that black life. Absolutely. And that's why I don't, you don't hear me saying black lives matter because I don't, I support the Mission. Well, I don't think I don't think you're the only one, though. No, no I, I don't think I am either. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of people that would speak up and say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I support their their motto or their their mission, I should say. So I support their mission statement, right? Because if you read their mission statement, I support that 110. percent 
but their mission state, but their mission that they're actually doing isn't in line with their statement because they only show up when the other life is someone not of color. And so if you are Black Lives Matter movement person and you're listening to this, I would like to see you guys show up regardless of who takes that life of another black person because a black life matters regardless of who takes it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. We should be equally frustrated, angry, mad, marching, protesting if another black man kills another black man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's wrong. Absolutely. And that goes back to my statement earlier when I said it starts at the home. It starts with us. How can we expect other people to protest, get in line with us, believe what we believe when we're killing each other? And we see, and it seems as though it's okay because no one's outraged or angry about it, right? Oh, that, I mean, and that, that's because it's been happening for so long. This is what we are depicted as, you know, in movies. Yes. Um, can be certain certain plays, music. Uh, you know, because it's it's that's a part of culture, right? Black lives, we take each other's lives. That that that's a part of our cu- culture, which is sad. Shouldn't be. Um, I'm not saying that 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 is a culture that I embrace because no, I don't. I don't. But who has the power to change that? We do. Right. So we do. It goes back to what you were saying and what I was saying. You know. When you said, okay, who's educating these people, right? And these children that are coming for future generations. I think it's up to us to start getting mad and getting angry. Oh, I think we're mad. Oh, I think we're angry. I do not think that we're, we are not any of those things. I think, and, <laughs> and this is just me, but I also speak, I think, for a lot of black people. I think we're, we're tired. We're tired, you know, because we're trying to live, go by what is right and do right, but we still get done wrong. True. You know, so what's the answer? Okay. If we do wrong, we're condemned for this. If we do right, here's the result. Right. So what, so what's the answer? I don't have the answer. Right. And I really don't, you know, and neither, and neither do I. What, what is that answer? You know, because... That's the answer. That's the question that needs to be answered. Right. You know? And I again, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen tomorrow. But this has got to stop. It does. I agree with you 110%. This has I got to do stop. think, though, a step in the right direction would be if people, if the world saw us getting equally as mad and angry when another black man or another black woman kills another black individual. And I'm just saying it from experience because I've dealt with it firsthand two years ago, a year ago, three years ago. I've had first cousins, second cousins killed at the hands of other black people. And why? My cousin's house was shot up. She was laying in her bed. Her 16-year-old nephew who she had raised 
from a baby shot in the head dead her granddaughter shot in the arm where was did the black lives matter movement show up at our front door absolutely not but we were just as equally angry and to this day we still don't have justice for my 16 year old cousin my cousin 54 years old last year shot mm. why because someone owed him five dollars and that's, and he asked for his five dollars and that's how and that's how much we put on our own lives and this young man who i feel sorry for him and his family because truly he was only 17 years old so his life is gone it's a shame in that situation yeah granted we know who did it he's in jail he's being tried as a charged as an adult but did anyone show up and say okay we got to rescue our kids because our kids are out here with guns killing you know each other and killing adults no so i do think you know as if to wrap this piece up i do think that a step in the right direction is if other people outside of our communities can see that we are equally as mad and pissed off when we kill each other, it would definitely be a step in the right direction. I agree. I agree. Um, And before we wrap it up, uh, I feel like we need to put this question out there too because we don't want it to just be posed as... uh, What's the the word? It's just... It's all a racial, right. se- you know, racial it's, segment or just about black lives itself. Because, you know, the question is going to be posed too. you know, what about, and I'd like to know what you think too, you know, the, for those who, the ones who are not black that ask, what about white lives? Do they matter too? And I'd like to hear what you got to say about that. Yes. To me, every life matters. Absolutely. Regardless of the color of of their skin regardless mm-hmm. of their line of work because just like you just said well someone asked well, does white lives matter well yes of course they do and then other people will say well does a police officer life matter right because there are people out here that are killing police officers but just look, because but if you but if you look at the trend of where black lives are taken by the hands of white people it's higher Mm-hmm. It's more. I, I'm hands down. And this is this isn't this isn't a. Those are just facts, right? Period. Period. But I would I would answer that question and say every life matters. Right. Absolutely, it does. Uh, it's a it's a very very complicated and sticky world we're living in. But these things, I cannot believe, are still happening to this day, or the fact that yeah they're happening, but at this rate high of a rate it is ungodly but i'm glad we got to talk about this i'm glad we got this out there uh, i i know this might spark a little bit of tension some and some of our listeners some of us some of them might actually be on board with what we're saying and again we are only speaking on those experiences that we have gone through and how they relate directly to us agreed Okay, so everyone else's experience, white, black, don't matter what color you are, might be different. But us sitting here on this segment, on this podcast, this is how we feel and how things have directly impacted us, our lives. Agreed, 110%. 
Well, let's take a little break and we'll come back here. Let's have a minute to a little, little cool off and get on lighter, <laughs> lighter <laughs> topics. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, McKenzie. And thank you for pressing play on our new podcast, TalkLine T. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, okay? So let me explain. First off, it's free. And I don't know about you, but who doesn't like free shit, okay? There's a creator tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Okay, so go and download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to TalkLine T. I am your boy McKenzie, and I'm sitting here with that other co-host, Jackson. Wow, really? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, yeah, I love you. I love you. After that much, that, you know, that discussion was kind of... um... Right, right, right. You know, that's why we are probably trying to... I'm excited that we get a chance to introduce a new segment to the show, actually. We have some listener questions. You believe that? No. <laughs> Why not? Shit. Well, because you know, I, I figured people would ask questions. I just didn't think it would happen this soon. So I didn't think it would come after the first episode. Right. I thought maybe like once we were like four or five episodes in, then people would start asking questions. Well, but... I I think me personally, I think that segment that we did going back and forth with who's most likely to. <laughs> All right, so next they're like, "Oh, we want to know more. Let's, you know, let's, you know, let's have them spill the tea, right?" But this segment, you guys, we actually are excited because you guys are writing into us. And again, if you guys have any questions or feedback or just want some advice, again, send us an email at talklinetea@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All right, we will read your questions on online, but we will not. We will not. And this, I need you guys to understand that we will not give your information we will make it sure that it is an anonymous we will give you guys a made up name so you guys feel comfortable writing in on whatever you want right that's true yeah all right so we do have a question and this one comes from we'll give a name billy billy (laughs) that's that's Ah, as good as you can come up with billy yeah billy wrote the question all right we'll work on that anyway Billy writes, hey guys, love, love, love the podcast already. I like how genuine, authentic, and transparent you both are being with us from the jump. I wanted to get some advice on merging my two worlds. A brief story about me. I have grown up in a very strict home and I didn't come out till I was 25. I am now kissing 30 and have done a lot of growing. Also, I'm full-time in the military and I've always kept my, my private life separate um, from work and and some of my family until recently a few weeks ago I went public with my relationship on Facebook because I feel like I am tired of not authentically being myself 
any advice you have on this matter, please and thank you. Signed, Billy. So, did so did Billy say that he grew up in a strict household, or was it a strict Christian household? Strict Christian. Okay. Um, but so, if Billy's black, I'm sure it was a strict household. <laughs> Well, hey, I mean, <laughs> never mind. Some white people have strict households, you're right, you're so you right, know. Right. Um, so, do you want to take this first? No, you go ahead. You okay. Go first. So, my advice would be: okay, so merging your two worlds, so work and private life, right? So, how do you, but yet being your authentic self? So, I would just say. From my experience, Billy, um, I'm not in the closet at work, but I'm not like flaming, walking around with rainbow shirts on at work either. So I would just say stay true to yourself and stay true to who you really are without necessarily making it an issue, right? Because I feel like you can be great at your job, do your job. And stay true to who you are without necessarily wearing a shirt that says, I'm a homosexual or, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I do this outside. I drink beer outside of work. Right. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I think it's one of those situations to where you just need to not worry about what other people have to say if they should know. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't necessarily have to tell them you go to work, you do your job, you put your best foot forward while being your authentic self and everything else will take care of itself. (laughs) Right. I don't feel like you necessarily have to disclose what you do outside of work to be authentic, to be your authentic self at work. So I'm not sure if he's asking this or not, but I feel like there's a, there's another variable part of this question about the family Uh, He grew up in a strict Christian home. So I don't know if it's, um, you know, the religion playing a part on him being gay, a hindrance of keeping himself private uh, at work and maybe in his relationship or or whichever. Any advice on that? And then he's in the military, too. So, um, yeah. So I grew up (laughs) in a very Christian household. Um, We're not talking about you. I'm just saying, I I know we're not talking about me, but I can relate to him Mm -hmm. and where he's coming from. Um, I feel like you can still be your authentic self, Billy, while being a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's just a part of who you are. It doesn't necessarily define who you are. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like put family aside, put religion aside put sexual orientation aside, just be Billy. And if people don't like you because you are who you were born to be, then that is their problem. That is their issue and not yours. Right. So I think that and and in time, people will come around, right? In time, people will see, oh, well, Billy's not any different. He's the same dude, right? He's the same cool dude that I went out for drinks with or he's the same cool dude that... I went to the club with, you know, or whatever the case is, they will realize that none of those factors that may seem to be a factor 
really matters if you're true to yourself. So just continue being you, and I think that everything else will fall into place. Right, right. I mean, I would agree. I would agree. And the only thing that I would say off of that is, you know, I I understand, you know, probably being in the military probably puts an added stressor on actually being who you really want to be in your authentic self. You know, but since Don't Ask, Don't Tell, I, I know I have friends who are part of the service that are gay. And they've told me that, you know, it's been, it is something that happens, and I say this a lot, overnight. It's been one of those things that has to evolve. Right. And not everyone has to know your business. True. You know, I, I'm, I can sit there and say that I'm that person as well. I keep my work life, well, I try to as much as I possibly can, my work life and my personal life separate. Uh, but I also don't have any any problems with letting anyone know. Hey, you know, if they ask, are you are you gay? Yeah, absolutely. First thing I say, girl, bye. You already knew this a long time ago. You were just trying to be messy. <laughs> you was trying to be messy, but you already knew I was gay. But it's all right. But they shouldn't be asking you that question anyway. Absolutely, because it's like it's not like uh, I come up to you. Are you straight? Right. Are you a heterosexual? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So. My thing I would just say to Billy is continue to be yourself, just like Jackson said, and you will find your way for sure. And the ones who love you are going to be be there for you, whether it's at work or in your personal life. And to be honest, the ones who aren't there for you, I'd say fuck them. <laughs> that for, means they don't need to be there. Exactly. We need to, re- need to reevaluate your circle. And ask your boss or whichever if they can give you a different cubicle because that bitch Sandy is just all up in your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. So the second question we had, this came from also an anonymous uh, listener who had asked straight out, have you ever hooked up with a colleague? And before you say anything, Jackson, I'm just going to put it out there right now just so I can get this and nip this in the bud. Hell to the nah. All right. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, I might have thought a colleague was, you know, cute and everything and all that type of stuff, but I try not to shit where I sleep. Respect that. That's just it. So I'm going to hand this one off to Jackson. Well, the answer to that question would be yes, I have. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I, I didn't say shit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to, you know, want to call me the thought and shit, but all right. Wow. Okay. So yes, to answer the question, I have, um, it was a long time ago, but yes, I, I, I did. Oh, oh that, you're looking at me like, I, like you, you want me to go into detail? Oh, so you're not going to tell the story? Oh. Because you know so you want to know the story. You want me to tell the story? Oh, absolutely. Lord Jesus. Absolutely. We want to hear the story. Okay. So this was years ago. Um, I was actually be in a relationship at the time with a female. And I was working at this restaurant. And um, one of my coworkers... Um, we went out after work. It was like four of us. And I don't want to... I'm not justifying my actions, let me just say that. Um, because I was wrong. Because I was in a relationship with someone and I cheated with a co-worker. 
Um, we can go ahead and nick that, nick that off the bucket list. So, have you, have you cheated? Okay. Um, I was, you know, I was young, dumb, and full of cum, as some people would say, and Ooh. that's just the reality of it, because <laughs> that's what happened. So again, I was in high school when this happened, so it was years ago, and I was dating a young lady, and I went out with some coworkers after work, and one thing led to another with one of my female coworkers, and we ended up sleeping together. And, um, yeah, I ended up having to come clean to my girlfriend. Literally. And (laughs) it wasn't, it was very, it was difficult. It wasn't an easy thing to do because she was, she was everything that you would have wanted in a girlfriend. And she was just so sweet and kind and innocent. And I felt like I, I ruined that part of her, um, for more than one reason and it was just yeah it was it was bad so yes to answer your question mr anonymous i have (laughs) it's not something i'm proud of you well you know it's not something i would ever do again you live and you learn you do you live and you learn you know i'll i'll leave it at that hey i mean it happened hey you know no one's perfect and no. anyone walk on this earth that claims to be perfect, they're lying <laughs> whatsoever. So that actually is our segment for our listener. What are we calling this anyways? I mean, we had listener questions, but we'll get to a more defined name as the show progresses. Uh, but you guys continue to write in your questions or any advice again that is at talklinet at gmail.com again talklinet at gmail.com send your questions to us and we will read your questions on the show so jack let's wrap it up well in closing so what are we going to talk about next week so um next week what do you want to talk about um, i don't know i mean i don't necessarily want to you know put myself in a box for saying this but there's some things that that are you know sparking my interest there's this you know this bill that was this proposed i want to say pass you know for forgiving um healthcare workers student loans and shit okay. so you know i was i was here for it so i know a lot of people out there you know probably are not but whatever i don't give a shit I was here for it. I would have stood outside. Right? <laughs> I would have held fire and brimstone if I needed hey. to, if they, they told me to. You know, uh, we had we got Memorial Day coming up. Yes. Um, the the state itself is is now getting ready to introduce phase two of reopening. Uh, the beaches and shit are open. I haven't gone out. You know, I think my tan's okay for right now. So Lord Jesus we'll, help us. You know, we'll keep that keep that where it's at. Um, I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll see. What about yourself? Um, For me, you know, I don't know. My mind is just like racing right now, right? So there's so many different things that we could talk about. Um, I would say that a very interesting topic came up today that I probably want to talk about. Um, Because it was just a coincidence how it came about. which has to do with interracial dating. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, hitting on another question that another viewer had asked about 
what is it like dating in Central Florida, right? So I think for me, it's kind of like those two things go hand in hand. Um, so I think that's a topic I want to touch on next week and get a little bit more in depth with that. Yeah, but don't don't lie to the people because we could be talking about something completely different. But <laughs> I, I'm not lying. All right, all right. Yeah, no, no. Uh, any Memorial Day plans? Not as of now, um, but you know who knows. Right, and you gonna they they, they may be um, talk line team may be coming live from you know a different state next <laughs> week. We'll find out though. We don't know. Mm, he's lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we can barely get together enough time to record. <laughs> to record. So, uh, listen, you guys, uh, continue to follow, like, share, subscribe, all the above. If you guys are liking what we are bringing to you guys, again, Facebook, Instagram at Talkline T. Again, send your questions to Talkline T at gmail.com. Uh, we would like to hear from you guys, regardless. Uh, if it's what good or bad, good or bad. I mean, I love constructive criticism and I love feedback. Make sure it's constructive though. Don't be coming over here on the email list and shit, talking shit. No, let them because I will get them together. (laughs) Like, no, (laughs) listen, let them. They don't want. (laughs) Listen, you you gonna respond back in all caps and red. (laughs) Listen, Jackson. You know, I can. I'm nice, but I am a sag at the end of the day. So you know. Make sure you come correct. And I think next week we are um, we have we're going to introduce another phone a friend segment. So yes, um, I stay tuned for that. Yes, yes, yes. You know we are we are still working out uh, how the phone a friend segments are actually going to. What do I say? How the structure for that is yeah. going to going to work? Because we don't we don't want you guys to think that we're just calling. Uh, uh, what is it like? just so nonchalantly out of out out of the blue and it might not happen every episode because it's not something that would apply right you know but uh we do want to hear from you guys so oh interviews 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 you got do you have any that you are thinking of um yeah i got something in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so i do i have actually i have one you know who is very well known actually in central florida he actually is a friend of ours Okay. And, and I think we need to we need to get him on here and and let the people hear what he has to say and see how um, his experience might differ from both of ours or where it aligns up. Ah. Mm-hmm. I like where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. Don't have to. Don't have to wait. Don't have to wait. So, anything else? No, I think I'm good. You know, you've already um, disclosed everything, and thank you guys for listening. We really, really appreciate you all. Um, but don't forget. To like, follow, and subscribe. Talk line T on Facebook and IG. I know they're gonna be like, oh, you, they, they say this shit one more time. We get it. Share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. All right, you guys. You be cool and you be safe out there. And we'll talk to you guys next week.